Welcome to Master of Me Podcast. I am your host, Leah Rasmussen. Now, if for some reason I sound a little bit quieter and relaxed today, I just finished an hour-long yoga class. So, I may be a little more low-key in our conversation today. Feeling relaxed enough to take a several hour nap, I think at this point. But before I do that, I wanted to jump in here and connect with you. So thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Today's podcast topic is about being proactive and about a simple choice that every single one of us has, and that is the freedom to choose. We are all given that freedom to choose. Now, I'm going to be taking a few um, excerpts from Stephen R. Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective Families in my podcast today. It's a fantastic book. And the thing that I love is, is that the very first part of this chapter for habit number one is that he's got a big, bold arrow, and inside the arrow it says stimulus. And we talked a little bit about this in a different podcast, um, but I wanted to go a little bit further with some of the examples that he uses. After the arrow, it is pointing towards big bold words that say freedom to choose, and then the arrow passes on to response. And there's a great quote that he starts with that says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space lies our freedom and power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our happiness. I love that description. That's fantastic. And I don't know how, I guess, um, if any of you have had the experience before, I've had the experience before when you realize that you actually have choices in front of you. So, for example, maybe you're in a place where you feel like you don't have any choices and you're stuck and you really have no way out. And then you have a conversation with somebody and you realize that there's multiple choices that you could make. And what a weight that lift, that lifted weight feels like, right? What, um, what a lift that feels like to have that weight removed. So one of the things that I love about this is because he talks a little bit about the difference between human beings and the regular animal kingdom and how we are particularly different because we have that space between stimulus and response, that freedom to choose, and with practice we can hit the pause button. And by hitting the pause button, what opens up for us then are what he calls four gifts. And these gifts are one, which is self-awareness, two, conscience, three, imagination, and four, independent will. Inside of the book, he goes into a lot of um, deeper descriptions on each of these four gifts. And I'm sure that you could look that up and go into that a little bit more. 
Um, this isn't a book club <laughs> podcast today, so I'm not going to go into all of those. But I did want to take a few minutes to talk a little bit about how we have the opportunity to create our futures by taking advantage of this pause effect, taking advantage of this opportunity to stop and realize that we have a choice in how we respond to the stimulus around us. So what could the stimulus be? The stimulus could be advertisements. It could be our inbox overflowing in our emails. It could be dishes piling up. It could be kids needing us, or it could be work assignments, projects that were um, on lineup for due. We could have many, many things that are lining up that create a stimulus, right? Something that stimulates a stress reaction in our bodies. And it's important to recognize that we don't have to do anything. We choose to based on our beliefs. So sometimes you might hear somebody say, well, I don't have a choice. Well, yeah, you do have a choice. Maybe you're making that choice because it is obvious to you that the outcome, if you made a different choice, would not be worth it. But in that sense, right there, you are making a choice. Does that make sense? So for example, there could be a child that needs to be dropped off at a soccer practice and another person that needs to have Okay, so this is my example. I have a daughter last night, she needed cupcakes baked for her class today. I had one child that needed to go to a school sleepover in the gym, one child that was in a soccer tournament, no, sorry, two in the soccer tournament, and another one that was going to a school dance. That was all happening at almost the same time last night. One thing packed right after the other. So I could have easily looked at the situation and thought, my life is so crazy, this is so hectic, I wish that I could just have control of my own time and I didn't have to follow everybody else's schedule. However, I do have the opportunity. I didn't have to take my kids to soccer. They could have stayed home and I could have said, no, sorry, we're not going. Um, my son could have, well, he did go to the dance on his own because he could ride his bike there. So I was able to give him responsibility for that. And there's a freedom inside of recognizing when you're choosing something. So let's look at the scenario a little bit like this. Yes, I chose to take my kids to soccer to make sure that everybody had their gear and we could go straight from soccer to home. As soon as we got home, my son that had the sleepover already had all of his stuff packed and sitting at the door, which meant that we could drop the other kids at the house and him and I could run up to the school and I could set up his tent and everything like that. Now, as I finished setting up his tent, I ended up getting a message come through on my phone from somebody that had scheduled a coaching call with me. 
um, confirming our appointment. And I looked at my clock and realized I was two minutes late from my a coaching appointment because I was going kind of crazy running around with everything. And I um, was in that space where I wasn't in a conscious mindset of my calendar. So I have opportunities all along the way to make decisions and choices. So I quickly sent a message to her saying, hey, I'm on my way back from the school. I'll be there in five minutes and we'll chat. And everything worked out with that. So all I'm trying to say here is, is that I didn't have to feel overwhelmed or feel stuck in the situation of why do I have to take care of all of these things for everybody else and then now I'm late for my appointment. Does that make sense? I am instead recognizing that I chose to take my kids to these activities. We and my husband and I chose to enroll them in these activities. I chose to help my son by setting up his tent for him so that he could go and play because he was half an hour late because he was at a soccer game. So in each of these instances, I was making choices myself and I can't put that on anybody else. I have the free will and the choice to make that. Now there's freedom in that alone. Recognize the difference between committing to my choice and feeling stuck. If I don't take accountability and responsibility for me making that choice, then I feel stuck and I feel powerless. So have you ever had that experience where you feel stuck and you feel powerless? What would happen if you look back at that moment in time and you used a bit of a different perspective where you realize, wait a second, I have lots of choices here. I can choose this, I can choose that. And there are different paths of different outcomes based on what my choices are, but I still have choices. And if I'm going to choose the one that makes me two minutes late for an appointment or whatever it may be, I'm going to take responsibility for that and recognize that I'm still choosing that one because I'm committed to my relationship with my son and my daughter. I'm committed to their progress and our relationship building. And I need them to know that they can count on me. And if that means that I'm going to be running late, I can look ahead a bit and maybe send a message, right? And say, hey, I do have tight time frames here. If I'm running five minutes late, I'll let you know. Or even better yet, giving myself 15 minute buffer zones. I love putting 15 minute buffer zones in between my appointments. And one of the reasons I love that is because it gives me the space to breathe and to be able to create that pause response. I never know what type of thing <laughs> will pop out in a circumstance. Things pop up and come out. It's like the spook alley, right, um, of life. And so when you give yourself buffer times, I used to and still do sometimes create and set up appointments back to back. And I'll say, oh yeah, I can squeeze that in. Oh yeah, I can be there. And yes, I can do this. And yes, I can do that. And I have everything down to the minute. But the problem with having everything down to the minute is, is that as soon as something goes sideways, which happens often in life, 
it throws off all of the other appointments for day for the day and I'm letting those people down and then I'm not keeping my word which means that I'm not true to the integrity and the character of who I am and that's important that I stay true to my character of who I am and my integrity because that is where I grow my trust from, right? I need to be able to trust myself and count on myself to be able to do things before anyone else will. So back to the pause response and being able to take stimulus, the freedom to choose, and then having the outcome. So when we have that set up in that order, what types of things would open up for you? What types of things would open up for you to look at each situation as a stimulus that has neither a positive nor negative, your freedom to choose, and of course, when you're making your freedom to choose, you're going to be going off of most likely the lower brain <laughs> emotional response but that's what the pause button does is it gives you that opportunity to pause the emotion and stop for a minute and bring in the higher brain thinking to be proactive instead of reactive and is training yourself and your brain to create the habit loop of pause we did a podcast recently that was called Slow is Smooth and Smooth is Fast. And that kind of falls in alignment with this. So what could you do in a circumstance going forward where you take a pause button and hey, feel free to even tell your kids, one second, I need a timeout. I need to think about what we are going to do here because that's a teaching moment for them as well, right? And bring in some of that self-awareness, that first gift, that self-awareness and kind of, if you need to, do a body scan, right? And be like, okay, just let me breathe for a second and get inside my head and tap into that higher brain, that consciousness, and use then the imagination to think of the different possibilities that are available to you and once you have the different possibilities available to you, you can use your independent will to choose the direction you're going to take. Once you choose the direction you're going to take, you are no longer stuck. You are no longer a person that is bound to or tethered to somebody else's will somebody else's desires or use for your time. Talk about a sense of freedom, right? So inside of this podcast, when we are looking at Master of Me, what I love about this is, is that this really is a core value and principle to live by in creating that space to become masterful. A person that has mastery or self-mastery is a person that takes accountability for their choices. They take responsibility and accountability and they move forward in a space and a sense of 
knowing. There's a sense of security and trust in yourself and you don't get ruffled as easily because you know that you chose that. Does that make sense? Sometimes other people's actions disrupt our timeline of what we're doing. Sometimes I get really frustrated when something that happens, like for example, the cupcakes that I made yesterday for my daughter and I talked to her this morning, she's only five, and I talked to her this morning about how we were gonna get the cupcakes to school, that I would carry them and I would walk her to school. And so, in her little sweetness, she decided that she would go and get them out of the fridge for me and bring them in so that we would be ready to go. Now, unfortunately, being the five-year-old with this big, huge tray of cupcakes, she had difficulty carrying them, which I knew she would, but of course I didn't know she'd gone out to pick them up out of the garage. Um, we've got a fridge there. So she picked them up and, and when she arrived to show me that she had brought the cupcakes in, she was holding the container sideways and all of the cupcakes had tumbled to the end. Okay, so my first instinct response usually in this case would have been frustration because I, made sure that I took time out of work yesterday and that I set some time aside to not only make her cupcakes that were on the healthy side, they were a chocolate zucchini cupcake, but I even made cream cheese chocolate icing that was super yummy and added sprinkles. So I kind of felt like I'd done, you know, a little more than necessary, uh, maybe, right? I don't know, depending on the mom. But for me, I was pleased with my efforts. So when I saw all of these little cupcakes tumbled on top of each other, my heart sank and generally in the past, well, different times in my life, I would have responded differently, but not so long ago, I would have gotten very upset and frustrated because of all the work that I had put into them. But instead, I hit that pause button because I've been working on my awareness. I hit that pause button and I looked at her and I mean, she was so upset herself because these were her birthday cupcakes for class. And she recognized and I said, honey, what happened here? Do you see why mommy was going to carry them? And she said, yeah, she says that they all fell. And so I said, you know what, let's just pick these up. It'll be okay. And so we got them all put back together and cleaned everything up. And luckily I had even more icing left over in the fridge. And so we re-iced them and added some more sprinkles. And she went to school so happy and so excited to share those. So that's just a little story about how I was able to use the pause button and notice that it wasn't very long ago that I would have reacted differently. So it takes practice to bring this in. And we talked about that as well in another podcast um, about putting the awareness and um, the creating new habit loops and the practice that that takes before they become an actual lower brain function, right? <laughs> So just to wrap things up, um, I brought some of that 
those ideas in from the Stephen R. Covey Seven Habits of Highly Effective Families. You can find his book. It's one of the New York Times bestselling author books. Um, and he actually has a quiz that you can take to find out where you are at. So that might be kind of fun for you to check out. Um, so the little four um, question quiz on self-awareness, consciousness, imagination, and independent will. And you can rate yourself to see where you're at and where you need a little bit of work. So that's kind of fun. And I suggest that if you're interested in that, that you go and take a peek at that. Thank you so much for joining me today in Master of Me. I hope that you enjoyed the discussion today and take a little bit away from this and be able to play with it this coming week with your awareness and hitting that pause button, being able to choose your response. Have a fantastic day. If you have any questions, please come and visit me at masterofme.ca and I'm happy as well. You can contact me, leave comments there or um, reach out. Thanks and have a wonderful day. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.